little bit of a different a different approach, yeah. And just as a recap for the new joiners today, the Waiba and Lee, we do this because... And Ikram, and Ikram, I'm sorry. I, I apologize, Ikram. No, this is, uh, we started this because we had no original idea for a name for what exactly we were doing. So we're like, how about a mic in a bottle? Because we put a mic in a bottle. Yeah. And so right. here we are, episode nine. Thank heavens for that bottle. Huh? Thank heavens for the bottle. It Thank is, heavens for the bottle. Yeah, it's, it's my addition. It's my very humble uh, donation oh, well, to, this, uh, to this program. To yeah. yeah. say. Uh, yeah. It's very No need to pay me back. It's fine, guys. Oh, uh, it's empty. So you guys, you guys were asking about what we do during this podcast. So uh, at the beginning, it was just a few interesting conversations that we were having and that's really what it kept being. We talked about things like the like human nature, like society, like a bit of politics, technology. Dinosaurs. Uh, dinosaurs. Dino, uh, yeah. Yeah. Fur. And how dinosaurs. they have uh, how they had feathers. Yeah. Hope y'all yeah. recognize. So Recently we've been doing this format where we talk about something that happened previously in the past few days mm -hmm. and how that uh, did um, affect us or... Yeah, how it sprung up some thoughts in our heads. Mm -hmm. um, I know there's a couple of topics we discussed recently that are uh, quite, uh, quite worthy. Of, uh, of attention, and I see the way you all looking at me, so I'm gonna have to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> you open the door, man. You better okay, walk through okay. it. Well, I actually thought about this this morning, and I'm gonna talk about it. So, recently I've been telling everybody about this book I'm reading for the second time. Um, it's called Influence: The Art of the uh, Psychology of Persuasion. You've been having some good ones. This this book is really cool because it's like it's like titled like a self help book, but it's not. It's just this guy, uh, Robert Cialdini, who just uh, thought about all the ways that people can influence other people, and then went and looked for psychological experiments and research that was done on these things, okay. on these phenomena. And um, I, I'm reading the book very, very slowly these days, so every day I'm like exploring one new concept that he's so talking about. So you can have mind control. Uh, no, yeah. not control. It's actually because influence is basically like manipulation. Yes, yes, yes. And so this is a topic that we came upon like many times uh, recently outside yeah. of the podcast. So I have a couple of ideas there. So people say yes that mm -hmm. this influence thing is a lot about manipulation, and I agree and disagree at the same time. Here's here's what I think about it. Um, as humans, we have to interact with others to live. As humans, we have uh, certain needs that we need to achieve, certain objectives, and that's why we interact with people, really, either for need for affection, validation, uh, to, to save some money, to get somewhere. Everything we do is in relation with other people. When we interact with other people, we are trying to get what we want, one way or another. Even if we're trying to be nice to someone, that is our objective, right? We're trying to show them something, to portray a certain something. Now, when we use certain uh, tricks, let's say, or certain strategies, sometimes we use these very unintentionally. It's just the way we get things. For example, if you want to get someone to help you do something, you would say, hey, please, uh, could, you, could you please help me do the thing? Right? Smile you, you, you just, you're nice. Yeah, exactly. You're nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You. yeah. You're not going to be like, Hey, motherfucker, get me my shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to have to say <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah, exactly. 
you know, you won't get the, you know, what's the, what's the phrase? It's like uh, you attract more people with honey than vinegar. Yeah, and, that, right? and that's one thing, right? So like uh, another very obvious example is when you're trying to convince somebody of something, you'd obviously start asking them about it by telling them the good things about that thing and leaving the bad stuff maybe for later or for never, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And everybody does that. That's yeah. the way to yeah, do yeah, it, yeah. right? Yeah, but another way of manipulating people is, for instance, okay, I've been dealing a lot with presentations and all of that with my clients, and I actually told them, use the words that they use. Mm, yeah. If no, they have a if they have a catchphrase, if they have a catchphrase, use it against them. Yeah. Yeah. You start saying it, and they're going to feel so good, and they they're going to feel good about working with you because they're going to relate to you, yeah. and your presentations are going to be going over better, and just use what they are giving you. Yeah. So this is also manipulation, and yeah. like you said, um, where people need stuff, because for instance, I'm teaching four-year-olds, and I'm sorry, I refuse to give them anything if they do not say please, Yeah. and they know this, and now that you're saying it, I'm sitting here thinking, I'm manipulating my four-year-olds. So <laughs> well, you're also teaching them manipulation. Yeah. Manipulation exactly. is not necessarily a bad thing if you're exactly. using it for, for a good purpose. But that's women are the best at it because that's why it's called manipulation. Oh, <laughs> oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Oh, do I have a Manipulation. <laughs> I'm sorry, Kevin. How oh. many times has, has a woman come up to you and gone, Kevin, please. They don't even have to do that. They don't have to do that. Oh, sure. Yeah. How many times has that not happened yeah. to you? No, Is but. Let me help you. Come in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Help. I need help. Hey, what do you need? You need something up there? You need to get something up there? Let me know. <laughs> I guess that's like the lady across the road moving in. Where's the coming? <laughs> so yeah, like it's not necessarily negative or positive. It's it's just part of human nature and the way we interact with people. And when you look at this type of thing in a book, when it's been researched, uh, many many times it's, he uses the this term called compliance professionals. Mm -hmm. These are people that. It's their job to make you comply with them, like salespeople, yes. for example, right? So salespeople would look at these things that make us do stuff. He calls it the click word reaction, like when you click a button, it goes on, the machine goes on, right? It's, it's a very automatic reflex type of, uh, type of response from us. And these professionals, salespeople, the best salespeople, are the ones who know how to take advantage of those things, right? Like, for example, starting with the good stuff before the bad stuff, or like the reverse of that. We were talking about one thing the other day with Kevin. Real estate agents have this thing they do where uh, they, they, they show they, you like houses you cannot afford. No, they, they, they start by showing you the shittiest garbage houses ever for like the highest price possible. And obviously, you're not going to take that. It's a pile of shit and it yeah. costs a lot of money. Yeah. Next. Right after that, they take you to a nice house that is kind of affordable. Mm -hmm. You're like, wow, okay, that's, we got, that's I can afford this. I need yeah. this. this but it's still, but it's still garbage, right? On a, on like a and they do that with everybody because for them, it's just like that's the process to get people to yeah. comply with to it. favorably look at the last option that exactly. they prefer. Yeah. <laughs> exactly.
That's kind of a way to get people do something for you. Is that first you come up to them and say, for example, you wanna you wanna get your you wanna copy their homework. For example, you're like, uh, can you babysit my dog? But then you're like, they're not. They're like, no, because that's a big deal. Oh, and so then them. you ask them the second. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of a method too. That is true. And that, that true. applies to that. It's kind of like the, that. The book was talking about this specific strategy oh. too. It's like starting yeah. by asking someone for a big favor and then asking them for something for else. For a smaller, reasonable. I would rather babysit your dog. Sorry. They had this study, which is kind of similar, which is like taking a bunch of, uh, of like mentally challenged kids to the museum. Like they would, they, would, oh, they would ask someone in the street, would you take all of these kids to the museum once a week every week for the next two years <laughs> and they'd be like no i'm good yeah. could you take the next week only like oh, okay <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah, and they asked study. like 10 people <laughs> they asked 10 people that they got one one person for like 10 weeks no i mean this is an experiment uh, but yeah. first they asked the people for like something Whereas if you were to ask them straight up, can you just take them on Tuesday to the to the place? You're like, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah. So you start by asking a big favor. That's just one of the many techniques. Um, so in in some ways, you could look at it as manipulation, which. In a way, technically speaking, it is, but it's something we all do yeah. as part of everything. Yeah, it's very easy to point fingers and say, oh no, you do this, or you do that, or yeah, I do yeah. this, you don't do that. But we all do it. We all do like, it. That's yeah. how the but human game works. But some people obviously take advantage of it. Yeah. Some people, yeah. it's their job. They make money yeah. off yeah. of it. That's what we don't like. Right. We don't like when people do this on a mass scale. Right? Yeah. It's yeah. called marketing. <laughs> how how are people gonna eat? <laughs> you know? the, the, you know, but honestly, like even though like people who don't have that manipulative kind of behavior in them, they inwardly they do because everybody needs somebody else for something. Yeah, of course. I mean, you are here because you you feel a need to teach somebody English and let's be honest, make a little bit of money. Yeah. I mean, I teach children English and they're learning through it. Yes, they're benefiting. And at the same time, I'm learning two languages while teaching them. And I get treated nice. I got told I love you yesterday. Oh, oh good for you. Very and nice. the day before I was told I have beautiful eyes. Oh. And even if it's from a four-year-old, <laughs> it means a lot. Just a little bit of... Oh, ego is, is good for something. It's not like they're going to get anything. Oh, they did get chocolate for me, sorry. Uh, one thing I found really, uh, really funny about, uh, about the book is that every time it talks about one of these, it talks about why actually humans respond to these things, sometimes without thinking about it too much. Right? Like, for example, this one thing about uniforms, right? They have several studies where people with uniforms get listened to way more often than people without. Uniforms? Yeah. What type of uniforms are you talking about? Any uniform. Literally any. It's like going to Walmart and they're wearing the uh. Walmart uniform. You're going to trust that person because he works for Walmart and he's supposed to have knowledge. Well, yeah. Even though he just packs the bags. Right, right, right. Sorry. Yeah. They had this study where there was like a guy suited up in a full suit crossing the street on a red light. 
and there's a bunch of people on the same sidewalk. And there was a good number of people that would follow him at the wrong time just because he's wearing a suit. Because compared to another guy that did exactly the same thing that was not wearing a suit, nobody followed that guy. Everybody just looked at him like, Crazy. Yeah, well, but with the suit, you if you had like it. torn up clothes, like you think you're homeless or something. Yeah. Like, no one's gonna follow that. Now the reason why we respond to these things automatically is because with our thinking, we always try to take shortcuts. So every day, during a normal day, we are exposed to tons of choices to make and things to decide. Tons of them. Every day, every small detail is something we have to wrap our head around for a second at least, think about it. Right? Uh, so we tend to try to take shortcuts and it's absolutely normal. Like when you're crossing the street like, and you're just thinking about something else, you, you know that red means uh, go, means stop and green means go. go. Not in Tunisia. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, all right, that's just an example. <laughs> Many countries. Yeah, but red, people red look means at uniforms, general. for example, like a shortcut because for us as a society, uniforms mean that that person is there because they know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. That person is wearing that uniform because they know what they're doing, like a doctor. He should have some training at least to be able to wear the Exactly. This is, I mean, that's the mindset that we have right. been taught since you were yay high. Yeah, yeah. Wear a uniform so you can get knowledge. It's taught at school. Yeah. I mean, my four-year-olds wear a uniform. Then you go into the workplace and your uniform turns into a suit and tie. And then you start getting tired of the suit and tie and you want to go your own way. And then you start going to work in jeans and t-shirts. So, I mean, you, you went out yeah. And you still, like, respect the uniform when you see it, or... Because they're supposed to have knowledge. Yeah, yeah, it's automatic. It's supposed to. Yeah. It's automatic. Supposed you don't to. think about it much, right? They don't really have knowledge, but they're supposed to have knowledge. Yeah, that's, that's the shortcut there. So we don't have to think about it too much. We don't have to look at the person's face, like... To, yeah, you don't have to know which about. brand of soap yeah. is the best, because this guy works here, and he might know which one is the best. Exactly. Even though he's never washed the dish in his life. Exactly. So a lot of the things that we do in our everyday life are actually like just responses to things that may be completely illogical, but we just don't think about it. We have shortcuts. We have society-made rules and, and yeah. stereotypes that kind of um, push us to that do. Kind of direct us to do yeah. different different things. And when we start doing so many things without really thinking about them logically, then we are more liable to, to being manipulated and trapped by, you know, yeah. professionals and others. Yeah. You know, like after the fact, so many times I realized I've been manipulated by a girl, like just because she's pretty. <laughs> like it's yeah. very common. That's the, uh... the more I think about it, the more I realize that she probably didn't even mean it that way. It's just the way that she gets stuff. Oh, it's come across. Yeah, exactly. Same shit with the with the guy selling me cigarettes. Same shit with the with the cop in the in the street trying to get a bribe from me. Like same shit. Everybody starts developing these like habits of it's not it's manipulation, yes, but for them that's the easiest way to get what they want. Right? So it becomes a habit, and you because it's not your world. And also, most probably, if you had told her no, she would have accepted it as well. Wait, what? If you had told her no, you mean you said you were manipulated by a woman? Yeah, sure, but uh, again, I'm not manipulated She got from you what you were willing to give. Ooh. For sure, absolutely. And if you told her no, she most probably would have accepted absolutely, that. Absolutely, but she probably was not going for a no. But. <laughs> 
but, but it's what she's used to. And, and, I mean, I guess that factors in, right? Like what she's used to getting. Yeah. Like she'll ask ten guys and probably nine or like right. do whatever the hell she wants, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, but it's like what you're conditioned to. It's the same stuff all over the place. Whenever you do something, when you're successful at it, I'm talking about interactions with people, yeah. right? Yeah. You register in your mind that that way of doing things will get you will what you work. Want. Yeah. The more you do it, yeah. the more that's written in there and stamped yeah. and yeah. played. Very so true. eventually it becomes just one of your normal habits, which always gets you what you want. And other people, every time they're exposed to it, they just go through the same reflex. Right? Mm. So it keeps working. Yeah. And then you become an, an, an unintentional Manipulator. And, then, and, and then you write a book about it and make a lot of money. It can also go in a different way because then you also have the narcissistic manipulator. And I mean, uh, yeah. most manipulation, according to psychology, happens by narcissists. Oh yeah, there's they, a dark very, side to manipulation. Manipulation. They they condition people, and it happens so slowly yeah. that by the time it turns dark. That person is so conditioned that yeah, it's, yeah. it's too late. I mean, they don't know how to get out, they don't know how to live without this person, mm. and they don't know how to make other choices that does not revolve around this person because they have been conditioned into it. For sure, yeah. And I mean, not everybody does this, not everybody is a narcissist, not everybody manipulates you in that yeah. way, but everybody has just a little bit of manipulation. But that tends to happen, right? Like, I mean, it's not everybody, but it does happen. You see people in bad relationships, in bad jobs, Toxic, in bad situations, yes. mm -hmm. and they know it's bad for them. If they think bad about it, they're friendships. Like, yeah. I yeah. mean, it happens well, in friendships. Somebody who you're supposed to trust. Sure. It happens um, even in families. Mother and daughter. Well, families are the basis. Sorry. That's where it starts. Families are the basic narcissistic manipulation. For sure, for sure. Because they know you since you're a baby. Because, like, because exactly what you're supposed to trust your mom and dad. <laughs> supposed to trust them. You, they don't need a uniform. But they yeah. know all your buttons. They know yeah. all your buttons. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> for better or worse, they will use them. Like, I don't know, I, I have like a contrary opinion there because okay. like for, for my family, like it didn't feel like we were, I mean, maybe I was the mo biggest manipulator in the family, <laughs> I think I probably was, but see like everyone kind of respected each other's boundaries and no, and no one really encroached on other people's space. Okay. Well, yeah, but maybe, that's, maybe that's, that's because you guys were taught that way from, from yeah. a very young age. Yeah. This is his space, respect his space. Yeah. This is like me telling a child, don't sit on top of him, move up a bit, yeah. take a little bit of space. Yeah. And I mean, this is like my four-year-old throwing a tantrum, literally on the floor, kicking, screaming, because he wants to have lunch right now, but it's nine o'clock in the morning and he just got to school. This is this is also manipulation. Yeah. And it, yeah. more than yeah. it's it's what you can get away with. You got away with a lot, so you manipulated. Yeah. Your parents were pushers. Sorry. No, yeah. they're parents. No, actually, no, not. But you guys were taught to respect boundaries. Mm. Um, my parents taught us differently. We weren't even allowed to go into their bedroom. This is adult. This is adult. This is adult. And. It, continued over into when we were all grown up, mm. 25 years old, and you don't want to go sit in adult conversation because 
when you were a toddler, you were told, no, go play outside, this is adult conversation. Yeah, even if you are an adult. So even yeah. at the age of 30, you don't want to go sit in that room with them. Yeah, the adult Because this is adult conversation. And then they go, oh no, you're being rude, why are you standing outside? It's like, because I don't want to sit there, because you told me as a toddler not to sit there. But nobody responds that way though. <laughs> remember when I was a toddler? You told me. I remember very clearly. Okay, but you don't respond that way because you you scared your mom's gonna give you a backhand, maybe. I think you just can't remember when you were a toddler when you were told. Uh, we were told. Okay, sorry. I grew up in an Afrikaans family and a Dutch family, so we were told not to count teeth. Not to what? Not count to count teeth. Oh, so shit. this is a saying. <laughs> this is a saying because the children usually come sit in an adult conversation. Yeah, explain what that means. Though. And then it's like they're looking at you like this, and it's like they they're trying to uh, count your teeth. So in Afrikaans we call it tanetel. Okay. And you told me tanetel, you don't count teeth. So that means if your mother says that to you, you better run, uh, get out very quickly. Otherwise, this is adult conversation. So, I mean, you conditioned into it. It's like they're very insecure about their teeth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, if I, see, if I, if I roam to the adults table, I'll be like, I just get so bored. I was like, this is a terrible conversation. I want to get the hell out of here. <laughs> like, but there would be no, like, restrictions, though. We also had separate tables at Christmas, and we usually only went to the adult table when they got up to go somewhere, so we can go steal their last sip of beer. Ah, uh, <laughs> man, see, you got fun, fun folks. There's no alcohol in my family. Oh, no. No? Oh, it, got, it wasn't good? I had, I had much older cousins. Ah, okay, so you're covered. See? <laughs> yeah, but my, my older... <laughs> you were what? I was the only girl. Ah. So the boys would go and they would steal the beer and the wine off the table and I would just somehow get lumped into the group. Oh, see, that's, that's an easy one. Yeah, in similar scenarios, I would think that would be quite fun as well. Like the just get, and I mean, I was always the one singled out. It's like, what are you doing with the boys? It's like, um, where else am I supposed to be? Oh man, I have a question. When is the last time that any of you realized you were being in the pool? Ah, six months ago. <laughs> today, but I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Generally, you don't want to talk about it. I just answered it. your question, but no. Yeah, little, try answer. Try answer. But I feel like you want to tell us about that six months ago. Not really. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> See? Oh, it's, boy. It's, it's is this, uh, is it, is it like something to be shared or is this like No, something? it was just, I, I was in a relationship uh, really for seven that. years and Six months ago, we got into an argument because I think about four years ago, I realized that if I have an opinion, he doesn't agree with my opinion and he very quickly shuts it down by giving me silent treatment. Mm, that is a form of manipulation. And then, Just that. Um, it was summer and we got into an argument about swimming. Mm. And um, I'm a Muslim revert and he's born Muslim. And sorry, what? I'm a reverted Muslim. I reverted to Islam. Reverted? Come. Yeah, it's come called reverted, not converted. Why not? Because that she you come back to Islam. You don't become Muslim. Were you Muslim before? You, you, no. 
In Islam, they believe that you were born Muslim. Everybody is born Muslim. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just telling you what I was told, and I'm just calling myself what everybody else has been calling you. Yes. But Seriously? Is that like for real? Ever, can the gust of it is, uh, I found Islam. And I'm not going to say I changed my belief system. Okay. I'm just going to say that I associate as a Muslim because I agree with what they believe. It makes mm -hmm. more logical sense to me. Mm -hmm. He was born Muslim. He was conditioned into Islam. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm saying conditioned into. My parents are atheists. Okay. So we weren't conditioned into anything. My grandmother tried very hard. She was a very staunch Christian. Mm -hmm. But I still went out and I found my own way. Okay. And I found my own belief system. Good for you. And then six months ago, I, he heard that I had been swimming and he told me it is forbidden in Islam. No, it's not. Shwein, shwein. No. So I gave him the sunnah where the Prophet actually tells his ummah to learn how to swim, ride a horse and shoot an arrow. And he gave me silent treatment for a whole week. He refused to reply to that. Okay. Where I told him, do you know what? This is not forbidden. This is a lie. Please note, follow this link. And this is what this link says. And here is the French, the French translation for you if you do not understand. And he was very, very angry about that. I feel like technology ruined like, religious fanatics. <laughs> like, yeah. Just with like, questions like, you're wrong, here's a link. <laughs> Anybody can do it to you. Um, <laughs> And then my phone broke. And the next thing I knew, I got an email asking me where would I like him to send my clothes to. Yeah. Please note, this is after seven years. Damn. And then and the swimming thing never came up. That's cold as ice. Um, For he, seven he, years, he cut it down. No, well, I was swimming, but he never he never said anything. So until, he gave her the silent treatment. Until but for seven years, you never swam? I swam for seven years. But he didn't mind then. We weren't living together. We, we, it was online. He was in France, I was in South Africa. So he didn't actually see me swimming every single day. But um, then he wanted me back again a couple of months ago. He sent me an email. told me, no, he never broke up with me. And I was like... I just needed some space, that's why I gave you a clothes. You are? <laughs> and then he's like, no, we never broke up. So then, again, two weeks ago, I got an email again. I was like, sorry. Can, 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 I've got it. Good can, for you. Can you imagine? Like where we've come to as people, like one person is in France and one's in South Africa and one's trying to tell you what to do <laughs> in another country. I don't think it works very well. well. I think it's, it's ridiculous. But he tried. The fact that he tried. I don't that's, think it's a new thing. A, it's not a new thing. It's absolutely. a human nature. The church has been doing that since Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> like, in a different country and telling you what to do. That's <laughs> uh, been a very common thing. I'm, I'm sorry, I do that's feel true. there's a lot of manipulation there as well. There is, there is. I oh, mean, man, relationships absolutely. end up being a lot about that in a way. There is like 
really healthy types of interactions that in some ways could be called manipulation. manipulation absolutely. Right? But if, for example, I know that my girlfriend really likes uh, horror movies and really likes spaghetti, right? And I'm about to ask her to go yeah. with me on a business trip yeah. that's really fucking annoying. I would put on a horror movie and make a make fucking spaghetti that she likes yeah. <laughs> in order to get her to say yes at the end of that. You find the girl that needs less expensive things. But what if it's traveling to the butthole of nowhere? Like, that's okay, nowhere. it's a new discovery, dude. Life is what you right, make of it. Right, but to, to, to give what it to her in that What kind of dating? How boring are you? None. Oh, she's gonna but, have to find you. No, don't worry, it's fine. It's always okay. What I'm saying is, in relationship, because you get used to each other, you start knowing what each other likes, and then as a result of that, I think you end up um, manipulating each other. But it's not really a bad thing all the time. You know? It's good. Yeah, I have a great story of manipulation of my childhood <laughs> because when I wanted, so I was like one of the most social kids in the in the house, and whenever I wanted to sleep over friends' house, first of all, I was like pretend to be sleeping. Yeah, well, no, I would say mom, like because my mom was a gatekeeper, like she would let me out and in the house whenever I wanted. Gate. Gate. Okay. <laughs> Where's your mind at? After? It's okay. Anyway, yeah. So I was like, hey mom, like because whenever I wanted to sleep over my friend's house, I knew she was like deathly afraid. But she's like, what if the house burns down? Who they? Who they? Who the parents gonna save, Kevin? They gonna save? They gonna save them? Right? And so I was like... That's so mean! <laughs> and that's why my mom for many years... Oh my god! Well, technically Colombian Argentinian, but okay. who's counting? Cool. Right? But, but anyways, like, that's the argument my mom used for years. Right? And then, and then one day I was like, I got smart about it. I was like, hey mom, I'll cook dinner. I'll, I'll get the, cooking, the, the chicken uh, cooking well and all that. Is that not manipulation? Yes. Yeah. And then my mom was like, "Oh, Kev, no problem." I would probably have told my mom, "No, his dad is a fireman." Oh, that's that's being smart. But I think it happens to all of us. No, but she knew them though, so I don't worry. She just didn't trust. She just gave me excuses. Don't worry, Mama can run really fast. And I could. <laughs> I think it happened to all of us yes. at some point. Yes. I remember. Go on, no, it's okay. I was gonna say it's a part of our human nature. Yeah, yeah. yeah even as a, like uh, she said, like four years old, yeah. they will try to manipulate you to get what they want, yeah. even if it's like candy. They will just like invent something and like, exactly. hey, you're so sweet. I like you more than my father, or I like you right, better right. than the other brother. Four year old that's refusing to eat salad. And. On the dot, half past ten every single morning, he starts screaming blue murder. It's literally, ah! and I'm like, why are you screaming? And he's just screaming. And then lunchtime comes because now I've 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 noticed half past ten because then because we've been learning about dining room this okay. whole week, so they've learning the words and they were learning about table manners and place settings. So, as soon as I start getting people ready to start washing their hands for lunch, 
he starts screaming blue murder and as soon as I start moving the table so that we can have our lunch set up and he's just refusing to eat salad and his mother said he must eat his salad <laughs> so now he has been trying for two weeks to uh -huh. to get out of it uh -huh. because initially he thought it's going to work at lunchtime then he noticed it doesn't work at lunchtime okay so now he's screaming at half past ten in the morning <laughs> a different technique and it's just like why and especially if they come to school tired I honestly they come to school tired they come to school exhausted in the morning in the morning as a four-year-old nine o'clock Jesus. How long have they been up to? Yes! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm supporting my kids. It's a mining town. Really? You're like one of those. Uh, Put them to work early. It's Ariana, sweetheart. Riyadh are under loose to be precise. Maybe they are. Okay, I think it's time to manipulate it. Yeah, we, we've been on for, what, 35 minutes still just about. Yeah. Uh, you, you hey, I got this time thing, Abdel. <laughs> Figured it out. I do want to go to something useful for whoever's going to watch or listen to this. How do you, as a member of society, uh, avoid as much as you can, you can't 100%, but avoid as much as you can to be manipulated, at least by those who overuse these uh, manipulation or persuasion techniques? Well, you got to be mindful of it, right? right. You got to be mindful, but then that takes studying, no? Learn about it and be manipulatory. And it comes into PTSD training and all of that. They teach the body people. language and learn not to trust uh, anything you hear. So critical thinking as well. Yeah, but it's it's like Question. it's like PTSD psychology. Yes. Then they teach people to look for for red flags. Yeah. And look for certain types mm. of behavior. Yeah. Yeah. And we're talking about like that narcissistic stuff we're talking about. Yeah. I'm sorry, I know a lot about. Uh, but at the same time, I mean, I'm I'm a teacher, and I feel like a manipulator yeah. because but in a good way. In a good I, way. I have to do things to keep their attention on me. So I mean, we're all manipulating in a way. It's mm -hmm. just but you have to be mindful of how you're being manipulated. Mm -hmm. yeah. You have to pay attention to when something feels off, like you're agreeing with someone a bit too fast. Yeah, you're, and you're, that you don't like, you don't feel like you're convinced, or you feel like they're being too pushy, or something like that. It's just like question it. Yeah, yeah. Why? When, when, some, when something feels too pushy for me, then I immediately back away, and I will not work with that person again. I mean, there's no harm generally any interaction to just give yourself time to think about mm -hmm. it. You know, so somebody's trying to convince you of doing something, you're like, you know, let me sleep on it, yeah. let me get back to you. Like, people will generally want to push you, and I do that too, Soon. for an immediate answer, for like, right now, please. But nobody says that you have to give them an answer right now. And if they are pushing you for an answer right now, that's when you gotta start. That's like, when you get the, the alarm's gotta go like, off. Whoa, okay, yeah. why do you right now? Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. So there are sometimes like uh, since I started reading the book, I've been really noticing sometimes that I like people a bit too much, too quick, and I'm like, why is that happening? As I'm talking to them, like it's going on in my, in, the, in my brain, I'm like, why am I liking this person too much? Is there a logical reason for this, or is it what just? What are they getting from this? 
not, not what are they getting from this, but what part of this interaction is making me go towards like liking them faster yeah. than usual? Towards right? Is it a good thing or a bad thing? And generally, it's not a bad thing. It's just like I, I'm quite friendly with people, so I like people quite easily. Mm -hmm. yeah. But it's just having that small alarm in the back of your mind to just be careful when something is off, something mm -hmm. is not what you're used to in terms of your decision making. Right. Mm -hmm. unless, nice. Unless you're a sadistic and you like being manipulated. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole different story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, they, they, they got, they got clubs for those on the, the weekend. Now. It's really good. Yeah, pass it to me after. It's, it's really good. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I recommend it to everyone. It's called the psychology, the, the uh, it's influence. influence, the uh, psychology of persuasion. Psychology, of course. And it was released in the 80s, but then the guy re-released it, adding some notes from past readers who noticed the things he was Certain talking things, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. New stories. Ah. About Amazing. The stuff that happened. It's updated. Cool, so it's nice. Yeah, yeah, I'm listening to it on, uh, on uh, audiobook. I have it on PDF, too. Nice. I paid for none of that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'll add the, let them all know. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, anyways, uh, yeah, that's a really good place to wrap yeah, it up. Um, I think we've been talking about manipulation, so that makes it the subject of this. <laughs> yeah, if anybody in whoever's watching this uh, has to be manipulated, we're here. <laughs> or if a girl needs help, Abdel. Yes. Yeah, Abdel needs some girl help. Manipulation. Gets manipulated. No, anyways. I do not manipulate, just to be clear. Yeah. <laughs> so, if, so if uh, anybody has thoughts on, on influence in general. Maybe, maybe um, erase that last sentence. Yeah, I'll, I'll edit it. <laughs> I'll, I'll edit it out. Wait, wait. <laughs> yeah, so if anyone has thoughts on influence or manipulation in general, please let share. us know. Yeah, share with us. Um, but yeah, it was awesome talking to you. It's Ikram, Yasmin, Toiva, and. Uh, Lee and Abdel. This may not be the last time we have more than just the three of us yes. because the timing is, is arranged that way, right? Yes. So, next time we could talk about those who like being manipulated. Oh, <laughs> we can get into that. What? Raise that, raise that. All right, that was Mike in a Bottle. All right, yes, that's a wrap. Episode. Oh, we can't do that. Anyways, <laughs> no. How do you do that? Eight. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Eight.